The Garnet Wager is a game where two players compete in challenges while watching episodes of The Genius. Or at least, that's how it usually works. This is a bonus episode. So, just enjoy the conversation, I guess. The normal rules don't apply. So yeah. Begin. I nope. You're it's your show. No, you can as long as you do the friends and folks. You're allowed to go for it. <laughs> if I don't do the friends and folks, then it's illegal. I'll just edit it out. It's fine. Oh fuck! I've never even edited out before. That's not true. You cut all my bad stuff, and I really appreciate it. Um, you know, mostly just like when when one of the other of us has to run to the bathroom or coughs a lot or something. You should absolutely keep that stuff. I try to mute that. I have a mute button on my microphone. Yeah, still, still a bunch of yeah, it's, it's, it's not, Never mind. Yeah, you can hear, you can hear the mute button. Yes, that, exactly. Right? That's that's so dumb. It's like the loudest, clickiest mute button in the world. Like, what do? You... Anyways, hello, friends and folks, and welcome to the Garnet Wager. I'm Alan Ibrahim, and I'm joined by my co-host Six Stepmar. Hi, it's me. That's that's me. You named me. I bequeathed you a name. This is the draft episode. We're going to be drafting. Are we drafting? We're drafting. Guess we're drafting. We're, we're firing up some draft beers. Everybody sit back. I got some Jacaranda Claremont House uh, Ales. So that's a real beer. You even like beer. What are you doing with this bit? This isn't for you. You're allowed to say, hey, guys, I hate beer. So this bit's going somewhere. <laughs> um. So anyways, we um, are going to be watching The Genius Season 3, Black Garnet, very soon. And uh, we are going to continue to play Fantasy Genius and continue to tweak our fun rules. And we're going to do all that live on the air and then pick our players. Yeah, the the rule adjustments, I think, are going to make people happy. I, I am going to go on record as saying, I think when you see what we've got planned, when it's all out there, you'll be like, wait, this is a much better version of the game that's much more playable. And it's more fun. And you'll have a good time with it. Hopefully. But the first step to any good game of fantasy anything, fantasy football, high fantasy with elves and shit, is you got to pick your team. Indeed. Uh, and we did agree, you sort of, you sort of pressured me into agreeing <laughs> that the loser from the last season should get first pick. It seems only fair. Yeah, no, I would have, I would have suggested that anyway. So that being said, I'm going to have my first pick, and something fun that I want to do this season with my picks is I want to have a really strong base of three cool players focused on three primary things that I think make a good genius player. Okay, that's interesting. Um, and I'm not going to say what those three things are because I don't want Six to have any good counter picks. So I'm going to jump right into it, and I'm going to start with the first tent pole of a winning genius team, and that is a funny profile picture. My first pick 
is Jong Dong Min. Okay. Yay! He's gonna be so good. He's famous. It's it's honestly it's like fame for political aptitude for social game four. Like I think this man has potential. I just he's very he's very charming and he's like I said he's the one I've heard the most about. So mm-hmm. you know we'll see where the chips lie fall. Who is your the first chip, pick? The chips never lie. The, my hips do though. Um, so I made a list of five in case you stole some of mine. Um, so far, you have not stolen. So I am going to pick Shin Ayoung as my first player. Oh, you're leaning into the oh, you're leaning into the strong women already. Quadlingual. So that might be part of my strategy. You did already counterpick me, so that's that was gonna be either my second or third, depending on the tenor of the conversation. I really overthought this. Um, but that's fine. We can we can move right along. I am going to make my second pick right now. Okay. The second tentpole of a winning genius team uh, is fresh-faced energy, uh, good hair, and uh, brains. So my second pick is Oh Hyun-min. Yep, I knew you'd pick that boy. Uh, he, he had to be there. The minute I saw his face, I was like, this boy is wonderful and I want to be his best friend. We might... Well, okay, I guess I guess one-sidedly, I might not end up fighting with you over any of your picks this time. Yeah? Wow. Because my second pick is Nam Hui Jong. Oh, God! <laughs> Why do you do this to yourself? <laughs> I like to live on the edge. And I, you know what? Sincerely? Yeah. He was like, uh, he at the end, he was like, I, you know, I've really been humbled by this experience and I've learned to sort of, like, think more highly of others and, and treat other people with more respect. And given his presence in the last episode, the the finale, uh-huh. I believe him, and I want to see it. I want to see it too. That's that's a good point. I I I would love I would love to see him do well, but now slightly less so. <laughs> At least in a points points respect. Like if he gets far and just Jung Hyun's his way to the end and doesn't get any points, that's fine. I'll allow it. Um, my final pick. Ooh, this is the tough one. This is the really tough one. Oh, I have a lot of options I'm looking at right now. I'm just clicking really quickly. Are we looking at the same document right now? Are we looking at the same list? I mean, I may, uh, probably, but I'm not looking at it. I have my own list. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, the the capital L list. My um, third and final pick for season three of the Garnet Wager, at least for my opening draft, is... Wait for it. Let's look at some stats one more time and lock this in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm going to um, pick Ha Yeonju for my third pick. Because my All sorry, right. well, Alan, what's your third ten pole? Girls, next question. <laughs> okay, another one that wasn't on my list. Fantastic. So. My third pick is Kim Yu Hyun. Oh. I I found I found his profile convincing. Where is he? Where is this knife? He's up at the top. Oh, there he is. Yeah, he was. Yep. Yep. He was. Um. He was up there when I was just like broadly looking at picks. But um. Yeah, he's 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 a he's a question mark for me. So we'll see. This is good. The, I feel like the starting picks are, are. It's fine if they're like safe, because you know if they get shaken up, then that's a good thing. And if they don't, then we can feel really smart. Mm-hmm. So those those are our picks. Let us know what your picks are at home. 
garnetwager at garnetwager.com. That's not a real email address. That at will six, get you nowhere. At, at six, that'll get you a bounce back. At six Detmar on Twitter will hopefully not get you a bounce back. No promises. Yeah. So cool. And um, we will. Yeah. Tell the kids what we're going to be doing with the next. The next couple things they are going to appear on their feed. Okay, so the next thing that's going to be that appear on the feed is the rest of this episode because we're having an unprecedented second ep- edition of homework. Oh hell yeah! Um, so, uh, because of the circumstances around our last bit of homework, uh, mm-hmm. I was in a rush. I kind of didn't have a lot of time to either do the homework or talk about the homework. Um, and so I kept going. I have continued to build my Destiny Gundam Gunpla. And I have watched, let me see this list, I have watched another 11 different songs from three different bands wow. as far as K-pop goes. This is exciting. This is this is unprecedented. So uh, I guess start with what we started with last time. What's new about the Gunpla? What's changed? Um, so I finished the body entirely of uh, the Destiny Gundam. I started to work on the, like, the wings and stuff. Um, and it's occurring to me that I think Gundam Seed and Gundam Destiny, those designs, I always thought they were kind of like visually interesting, but like kind of kind of goofy, right? Yeah. Kind of a little much. I think they were made to sell gunpla kits because the mm-hmm. like the shit like the wings and all these accessories are so fucking fun to build. Yeah. They're really fun. I've I've previously built a uh, a Freedom Gundam mm-hmm. uh high grade with my nephew. And yeah, it's just all the all the like the big old big ass wings and shit is just a really fucking good time, um, and I feel like that was a, a pointed a pointed choice, a, an intentional decision to be like, hey, let's have this part of the kit, let's, let's have this part of the design that is for being a fun gunpla, and it works. It's great. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Um, if you watch the Gundam shows in order, you'll notice around Double Zeta that they kind of just start throwing shit onto Gundam. Like, the Double Zeta, the, the the Gundam Double Zeta is basically the Zeta Gundam, but they put a plane on its back. Like, it just has a huge, it has huge fuck-off wings. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think that is, I don't know when Gunpla, like, when they started marketing that stuff towards the viewers, but uh, I agree. I feel like the bigger the back accessories got, the more it was like, oh, this is, like, fun to build. Because at some point, the chest legs head and arms are like v- pretty much the same for all of the big ones mm-hmm. if anyone if anyone were to make a like s- decent criticism of gundam it's that a lot of their like basic design is the same and they just add new shit on top uh which is why the tall geese is the best because it's not that at all um but yeah i think i like the accessories i like the stuff that actually has like uh articulation and mobility to it when it's finished mm-hmm. uh, um my I'm looking right now at my Gundam Death Scythe, which has uh, these like holographic wings that can pop in and out and they give it a lot of good like material for posing and stuff. But um, even, yeah, like my wing Gundam just has like collapsible wings and like verniers that you can remove. And I think that's that stuff. It's, it's really neat because you don't like you work really hard on this thing and you like hope that all these pieces are going to work and then it just stands and you're like, great, I'm happy it stands. But like when it does something like when the wings open up or um like when it can hold its weapon or pose in like a really good way then that's like oh yeah i made that this feels very worth the effort yeah it feels like a different a different level of of engagement and also just yeah the the building process for the wings is really fun cuz it's just like 
it's it's the right combination of like big and small. It's like it's like you're working on different scales, but none of it's that fiddly. Um, but then it is also well articulated, and yeah, it's just a really it's just a really satisfying build. Um, it's given me new respect for the Destiny designs because I think I think they were a lot smarter than I gave them credit for. So it's been it's been exciting and fun um, building building these these big ass red wings that like. In, in the show, like, shoot out, like, purple plasma and shit. They look dope. Um, as far as the world of K-pop, um, so I listened to three bands. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to a little bit more twice, uh, just to sort of, like, mostly to sort of figure out my feelings a little more. Like, I felt like I knew how I felt, I just didn't understand how I felt, if that made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wanted to check out uh, Red Velvet and Black Pink. Ah, uh, all the colors. Uh, yes, I wanted to really, really hit up. I wanted to hit up all those colors twice. Ah. <laughs> um, so as far as twice goes, I listened to uh, Like Ooh Ah, Dance the Night Away, and BDZ or Bulldozer. Yeah. Um, and that, like, I liked. Um, I liked all. F- I didn't like Dance the Night Away that much, but both uh, like Ua and and Bulldozer or BDZ, I don't know what I'm supposed to call it. Yeah. Um I liked better than the stuff I'd heard earlier, but they also did kind of iron out my opinion on Twice, which is that I don't think this is going to be like a scandalous thing to say, but they're kind of like cotton candy. Yeah, they're super it's like, bubblegummy. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is like like really sweet and really like intensely flavorful but like not like a depth of flavor and really easy to get tired of i wish i could get tired i wish i could stop listening to their music (laughs) i'm trapped what i'm figuring out as i'm listening to more k-pop is i like the k-pop when like a lot of k-pop and and korean music has this sort of like dances this line between like more poppy and more like rappy more Mm -hmm. hip-hoppy yeah and the more hip-hoppy it gets the more i tend to like it um I listened to uh, Red Velvet. I listened to uh, Peekaboo, Bad Boy, Power Up, and Red Flavor. Oh, the hits. Uh, I think of those, I liked Bad Boy the best, but none of them really blew me away. They were all f- fine, yeah. I guess. Okay, so I, um, I'm less versed, I'm less well-versed in, uh, in Red Velvet's discography because I only recently... Dis- they, they, came up to me, they, came, they came up to me physically and said, hey, listen to our music. Um, no, I, I got cool. like some YouTube recommendations of like compilations of the lead singer, one of the lead singers, Irene, just like being really mean to like other hosts on K-pop TV shows. And I was like, this band seems charming. And they did a video actually for Buzzfeed where uh, they watched other K-pop and just like reacted to it. Cause they all speak English. Everyone in Red Velvet speaks like fluid English. I think at least most of them do. Um, Hmm. Whereas, like, with other bands, some of them do, some of them don't. I think all of them at least have a decent grasp. So they were, like, watching these other videos, and I was like, they seem charming. And, yeah, I think Bad Boy is my, is definitely my favorite. It's just, it's so catchy. And the dance yeah. is really good, and it's just, like, kind of, oh, it's got, like, a good flow to it. And like you said, oh, it's kind of rappy. Yeah. Like, the verse is just kind of, like, you know, has a good bounce to it, but it's very rhythmic and and. Uh, it's easy to nod your head to. I just I love I love that song. I, that's I probably listen to that song like five times today. Um, I don't know why. I just like when I eat, whenever I get this happens with K-pop a lot, um, where I listen to a song and then I not sure if I like it, but I listen to it again and then it's like oh that's all right. This is the song I listen to for the rest of my week. 
Hmm. Yeah, I definitely think, I feel like I like a lot of these songs better upon repeat listening, but it still doesn't necessarily end up ultimately selling me on them. Um, I will say one of the things that I noticed, you mentioned like the music video and the dances, um, and I'm not a music video person, but what especially irritated me is twice as music videos. Oh, no. Because they have this tendency in just about every music video where it's like, you know, there's obviously, it's a music video, so there's a narrative to the music video, Mm -hmm. and like they get to a climax point in the music video and they just stop the music for like 30 seconds while shit happens, and I'm like, no, bad. Bad. (laughs) You're doing a bad job. That's the bad version of the thing from the 80s where every song fades out for the last like minute and a half, and you're like, just end the song. (laughs) Do not fade. (laughs) Listen to any old 80s song. Like the actual album versions, and you'll hear that. Yeah, they... They experimented a lot early on and, and throughout with, um, like, kind of in, putting a little bit of narrative in them and continuity. I think BTS is, like, the most famous K-pop group that does that. They have, like, a full lore, I think, in their videos with, like, lyrical, lyrics relating and stuff. Uh, co- on, not Coheed and Cambria style, but up there. Um, but twice the stuff, yeah, like, uh, I forget which song it is, but the one where they're all reenacting movies. Um and they're like, it's like them at, in, at a sleepover, but then they're also watching movies together. Uh, mm-hmm. That video is charming, but then again, like, it does the thing that I, I thought you were going to say this, but what I don't love about some of their videos, which is like, I don't actually know if any of the members of Twice are queer, but their video producers sure want us to think about that. And sometimes that feels like what's called queer baiting. Like, yep. one of them will play a guy, and one of them will play like a star-crossed lover, and then they'll like flirt with each other. And they'll like dress in ma- dress in masculine and feminine clothing and like give share glances at each other and it's like you can't there is a problem with doing that you can't just do that I know that's like charming and people like that and I like that but it's bad that I like that <laughs> that's totally yeah. queer baby um, that video always bothers me every time it comes up especially because I like the song and I'm like oh don't uh, uh. but um yeah the 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 stuff that they do at the end is not great I, I think their videos aren't very tight. Which, hmm. I guess, brings us to what I'm hoping was your favorite of the bunch, uh, Blackpink. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Hell yeah. I, like, I think I, I listened to four uh, Blackpink songs. I listened to uh, do 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 I listened to Forever Young. Yeah. I listened to As If It's Your Last and Boombaya. Um, Forever Young kind of didn't, didn't, like, land with me as much as the others. I thought it was fine. But it was kind of like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, but the other three, I just, I just really, really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think they're just, they're just going for a style that works a lot more for me. It's a lot closer to hip, hip hop. It's a lot less artificially peppy, um, in a way that connects with me more. I don't know. I, I, I will listen to them going forward. I like what I heard a lot. Uh, yeah, so their videos, like, they, they, I believe, debuted around the same time that Twice did in 2016, um, and As If It's Your Last was their first big song, or it was, like, first very, very big song, it's, like, their first, their first mini-albums hit, and that was the first song I had heard of, and I was like, oh my god, I just stumbled upon this, this was, like, the song that got me back into K-pop, this is amazing, these outfits are incredible, there's, like, they inject a little bit more English into their songs than other bands do, which I like, mm-hmm. like the way that, um, I mean, Lisa straight up just like is the rapper of the group and she will have in, like raps that are almost entirely in English. And Jenny who is kind of also the other rapper and, 
in i think in forever young they, they have little bits of like english sliced in and in dude like in all their songs um and it helps also that their videos have like this amazing production value um like you can you can say that you don't like the bubblegumminess and the fluorescent lights and the bright primary colors of a twice video but even if you don't like the sort of like badass girl uh hip-hop meets pop music um style of blackpink you can appreciate that their videos are well made i actually haven't seen any of their videos my only experience with blackpink so far has been via spotify so i've only heard the music well you gotta watch the doo video because that was them coming back three months ago which was like their re-debut and there's a sequin tank and lisa has a pink hammer that looks like amy rose's hammer and it's like it, it looks like they threw a lot of money at it it's really like awesome um huh I recommend, and then that—that's where the the origin of your phrase "the throne of lesbians" comes from, also. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. That one's good. Um, I'm really glad you like them though, because they're probably my favorite overall. The thing is, like, if you really like them, then there isn't a lot. Like, they have like ten songs total, total, and they're mm-hmm. all—I'd say nine out of ten of them are good. The only one I don't actually like is "See You Later." I find it kind of boring. Um, it comes at the end of their latest mini album. But, like, everything else is very good and catchy. And, like, I listen to them at the gym every every day that I go. And it's ugh, they're just, yeah. I'm actually, I'm very happy that you like them. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed in myself a little bit for not recommending them first. But, you know, I feel like you need to listen or at least understand what Twice is to understand what K-pop is. And then see Blackpink as sort of a response to that. Because it's a smaller group. It's only four girls instead of the, I believe, seven that are in Twice. So you kind of like get to know the four of them really well as you start to watch their videos. Um, and they're just, yeah, I just, I agree. I think the hip hop style is, is a lot more palatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems, it, well, it seems a lot, a lot stronger. It seems a lot more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I, I am, I tried to register. I went to their uh, official forum oh, shit. Um, to sign up. And I was like, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be Blink 6, right? Because I called, the fans are called Blinks, Blinks right? yeah. And that was taken. Aw. Uh, so I tried Blink 89, because that's Uh-oh. when I was born, and that didn't work. I know where this uh, is so going. I, so I tried Blink 182, and that worked. Hooray! No! This is set him up and knock him down. I don't know if they had a forum that was all just for the joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I'm Googling right now. I'm like, Blackpink forums. Like, well, I thought I was in the forum. I thought I was in the fandom. Wait, where's these forums? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Your ability to, like, unravel a goof on me is just consistently very good and impressive. Thank you. It. Thank you. You're welcome. It's, it, it's really, there's no way for me to lose because either you're caught off guard and that's great, or you saw it coming the first time I opened my mouth and it's just like you standing there watching a semi move towards you and you're just like, well... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I'm trapped. This is just going to happen now, I guess. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that's it. We're going to. Um, so what you alluded to earlier is we're going to release some videos, a series of, of very small, like several minute each. Uh, I said videos. Yeah. That's wrong. I mean, do you want to um, do video? I don't think you want to do videos. No, no, no. I mean, I could. It'd be a lot of work because I'm not going to use a camera. Yeah. Um. You know, I could just overdub, you know, some gameplay of me playing Devil May Cry or something. Girls but... Frontline. Yeah, I know. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to re- release a couple of podcast episodes that are very short. They're a couple of minutes of length each, and they're discussing, or they're just uh, explaining the new rules for Season 2. 
So you'll have like a segment that's like, here's how drafting works in season two, or not season two, season three, but a Garnet Wager Fantasy Genius 2.0. Um, here's a segment that's just explaining how fantasy points work. Here's explaining how, how Garnets will work in this season. Um, and so you'll have a little quick reference guide. It'll be explanations without us, you know, constantly talking. It'll just be the explanations. You can reference them at any time. And you'll be fully prepared for season two. I am really confident that this season is going to be, I, like, three. I don't know how, yeah, yes. <laughs> I keep thinking of it like our fantasy season two, yeah, but yeah. That's fine. Um, I'm really confident that the new set of rules, the changes we're making, it's going to be a much better game. It's going to be easier to get into. It's going to be more engaging, and there's going to be more twists and turns. It's going to be way more fun. I like how much... Ugh, you naturally have to improve as podcasters as you go on. Um, I go back and listen to my old podcast, and I'm like, man, what a goober. What a dummy. But it's like charming and fun. And maybe it's still fun to listen to us like learn how to do a poker on a podcast. <laughs> But like now our show is good and we have like good rules that we can explain to you and then you can play with us. I'm sorry to whatever, Alan, but you can't say we learned poker. I just you choked on my spit. All right, poker. all right, we're, we're, <laughs> uh, played poker. How about that? You, you, sure, you spice sure. rack. <laughs> cool. So stay tuned. Check the feed. You'll get some fun rules episodes. And uh, we'll be jumping in very soon-ish with uh, Season 3 of The Genius. All right. Thanks so much, folks. We will check you later. Peace out. Peace. You're listening to a Scanline Media Network podcast. Check out our other podcasts like Bottle Crow Reborn. So here's the thing, Nick. Nobody cares. <laughs> no. It's not about that. Uh, you actually convinced me. Shit. The Garnet Wager. Uh, and immediately we get Yunji being like, so hang on. Why does everyone call Jinho Kong? And Jinho like really circuitously explains because they're making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> like it means th- it means bean, but it's all like small person and like I'm neutral game. So if you're averse to frame data, you can still play the game and it'll just sometimes take longer to figure some stuff out. Oops, all anime guide in. I've known some podcasters with taste. And they're all cowards. <laughs> Let's talk about today's menu oh my God. for the Emia family. Operation Serial. Episode 4 yep. was a bit more understandable, but also I continue to sour on these kids. I think they're dicks. <laughs> okay, that's fair. And our patron-only podcast, Oops All Anime. And he has the blessed privilege of getting an invite. He shreds it in front of her, looks her in the eye, uh, like touches Wipes her face. a tear off of her eye. <laughs> Wipes a tear off her eye and goes... I'll kill you. Visit Scanline Media at scanlinemedia.com and our Patreon at patreon.com slash scanlinemedia.